Hey all, welcome to Eat Drink Social. My name is Michael Moeller, and throughout this podcast series, you'll be hearing from myself and the Go Social team. Go Social is a PR and social media marketing firm with offices in both Denver, Colorado, and Louisville, Kentucky. We'll be discussing social media trends and influencer best practices in the food and beverage landscape. And if you have any questions and want to reach out, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can visit our website at www.goforthbesocial.com. We're here with Marianne Eves. She is the first female master distiller, and we are very happy to have her on International, or actually Women's History Month. Um, So welcome, Marianne. Thank you, Courtney. So... um, we have worked together in a former life on a couple of different projects, and so I'm really happy to connect with you, and I'm personally excited to hear what you're, you've been up to. I've been following you on social, um, and, and so it's been, it's been a journey, and it's been really fun to see, um, but I wanted to take kind of a, a few steps back, and, and just because it is Women's History Month, just talk to you about, or just talk a little bit about, um, you know, your role in the bourbon industry and, and breaking through some of those barriers and, and what that was like. Absolutely. So I started in, in the industry as a chemical engineering student back at Brown Foreman, which you remember, of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was a pretty different landscape back in, you know, 2009 when, when I started there even just being in, in engineering school for the, the four years that I was before I, I started. Uh, well, I guess it wasn't four years at that point, but, you know, being in uh, chemical engineering and uh, one of few women in that course and then re- rewind a bit in my life. And I had been doing like auto shop and that sort of thing in, in high school. So I always found myself or was tending to find myself in these kind of male dominated uh, places. And, and I don't think that was necessarily by design. It was just, you know, pursuing what I'm, what I'm passionate about. And, and that's where I wound up. Um, when I started at, at Brown Foreman as an intern, it was really, um, because of the director of the co-op program in the, the engineering department, the um, research and development department, Nancy Warfield, that I think the, the department was as diverse as it was. You know, she had this real um, laser focus on making sure that it was a diverse pool of candidates that they, you know, that they had to review. And then, you know, everybody was getting these, these uh, opportunities equally. <clears throat> I happened to know someone who was working there in the accounting department. So I got Nancy's email address directly as well as going through, you know, kind of the standard protocol. So I think maybe that uh, helped me stand apart a little bit too. We're <laughs> navigating the, you know, big corporate political kind of environment, um, which isn't always easy but you you know having a seat at the table with all these uh very tenured mostly male engineers and bringing my thoughts and not being afraid to ask questions and raising my hand for every opportunity i think are are a few of the things that set me on on a path to become noticed 
and and eventually a candidate for this amazing opportunity of being a master taster at, at Brown Foreman and eventually protege to master distiller Chris Morris and then you know gaining enough interest or recognition in the industry that uh, I was picked to start this new project out at, at, at uh, Castle and Key and gaining that kind of history-making title of Kentucky's first, you know, bourbon master distiller. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's great. I mean, and that was all before, how old were you when you, you did that? So I was, let's see, I think I just turned 28 when I accepted the position at, at Castle and Key. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you've obviously done a lot in the whiskey world. Um, if you had to pick one thing, is there a proudest accomplishment that you have? Oh, man. Or you could pick two. That, <laughs> you know, start, starting the operation at, at Castle and Kia made me really, really proud. I think in particular the um, gin that I developed there and how it was received in the market and kind of re uh, giving giving gin a, a fresh start in in kentucky you know it there were a lot of um, questions on whether a kentucky made gin had a place on the shelf you know gin is a, a in, in, in mostly international products so would anybody give a Kentucky gin the time of day <clears throat> but it was really incredible you know and, and it's still a very small distribution in Kentucky and, and, and Tennessee but people were really excited about it and I think one of my most proud moments is getting an email from a distiller that I had met in the UK at, um, Shoot. Maybe I shouldn't even say it. That's okay. <laughs> um, but they're a, uh, a very fast-growing, um, well-known brand in, in the UK. We, my uh, former partner, Will, and I <clears throat> had been doing some R&D research. I, I set up all these um, distillery tours for us, and, and we met a, a gentleman who was running production operations, and we kept in touch. And very shortly after our gin was released, he sent me a message and he said, I wanted to give you a big congratulations because this doesn't ever happen. He's like, I, I was talking to some guests uh, from the U S I don't, I don't even know where these people were from, but he said, um, they mentioned your brand specifically. If I ever made it to the U S that I needed to check you all out. That's, <laughs> awesome. like, that's, that's just insane. Yeah. <laughs> that we get back around in such a short amount of time. I have to tell you, I have my bottle that, I, you gave me and I still haven't cracked it open because I don't, <laughs> I'm like saving it, but I need to do that. You've inspired me, um, to make some, make some gin cocktails tonight. Um, so, so move, yeah. <laughs> moving on from the spirits world, um, what are you doing now? Or, <laughs> well, yeah, I think to a lot of people, it probably does seem like I've just made this complete 180-degree turn away from the industry. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not working for a distillery in, in particular anymore. I, I was, you know, for a long time dreaming about what it would be 
what what it, what it could be to be a, a kind of a roaming master distiller taking the traditional role of a master distiller and, and taking it on the road a little bit you know like a consultant but you know more I, I think half of um what is appealing about working with me is the reputation that I have and, and really um, fostering that, you know, making sure that my name is remains synonymous with being thoughtful and, and creating quality products. So yeah. taking that and, and, you know, continuing to create these products because that's the core of, of what I love the most is the product development and process improvement, but then also, you know, helping these these new innovative brands with with my name, getting some traction, and and using the the uh, um, network that I've built to you know get some cool stuff out there in the hands of people who who want really nice things. So I definitely, like I said, I, now I feel like a stalker, but I, I do follow you on social and I see you at different <laughs> distilleries. So all right, so I. In my mind, I was like, is she just visiting them or are you you actually helping them with R&D? It's a, a, a little bit of both. So they're originally <clears throat> a lot of this kind of going around and, and visiting was was truly just that it was, you know, I, I would be <laughs> because of the nature of my life now, which is quite nomadic. Uh, my partner owns a circus, but that's, that's probably oh. another um, offshoot. <laughs> every two weeks in a new city so when I'm going somewhere new a lot of times I've kind of been late um <laughs> announcing it to the the world you know you're like uh okay I just posted this uh, drink that I'm having at a, a bar in you know Miami and now all of a sudden there's a few distilleries in in Florida that are like hey you're not that far away we would love for you to come and say hi and taste what we've what we've been making and you know, initially it was just like, you know, people through my social media network that knew of me or, or folks that were huge fans of, of these certain facilities that was like, hey, you've got to check these guys out and I can make an introduction. So I would just go and, and say hi and tour and taste and, um, you know, tell, tell people about what I was doing, help give them a little recognition or you know, not, not recognition, but um, visibility, I guess, through through my network. Wow. And then sometimes, you know, after a few days, they would start thinking and, and reach out to me and be like, hey, you know, we really enjoyed having you around. What what would it look like if we were to engage you on, on this project or to do a sensory uh, training for our people or to look at evaluating our our whiskey processes or you know to um create a, a new product to um co-brand a product to <laughs> yeah. this or that so <clears throat> it started to get you know to a little bit to the point where I was like I don't know you know I I, I probably need to just take a, a minute and step back and figure out exactly what I do want to do because I had a lot of opportunities to just run to another distillery and be a master distiller again but you know for me this new way of life is traveling is, is really exciting. And, and, you know, now <laughs> with, with a little one on the way, <laughs> I, I want to you know, keep, keep, 
keep our, our family together as much as, as I can. So having yeah. this flexibility and, and working with clients all over the U.S. Um, is really exciting. So, well, and not just the U.S. now, but some, some international projects budding as well. So I've just been really amazed at um, the opportunities that have come my way and the incredible people that I've been meeting and such cool projects and, you know, people that, that really, really care. And it seems like people that, that reach out to me know that (laughs) I'm, I'm not going to get into something that's like half baked. So, um, the, the people that I I have been able to, uh, engage with and get, get, uh, a little more serious with like my brandy client out in California, we are really close to, to getting a a product that's going to be super exciting. And, and, you know, brandy is one of those that's, think a little under underappreciated in in most places right now um but there's also i mean there's plenty of other ways to use the the brandy base to make interesting things like we 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 were able to develop a super interesting uh vermouth recipe that i'm going to keep working on that hopefully will be ready to, to put on the shelves this year we're aging some um some red wine brandy um there's I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not uh, like ready to, to yeah, go no. the, the full line lineup, but, um, that's going to be a, a super exciting project. And, and this woman and, and her story of keeping her family business alive out there in Oakville is, is through these horrendous, you know, wildfires and, and that sort of thing. It's been really expi- inspiring. Yes. It's interesting. Cause I remember, you know, when your story came out with Castle and Key, it was, it really, it really did seem very, very unique. And, and I feel like since then, just even in a, a few short years, it's like all of a sudden you see so many women in the industry now. I don't know if I'm just noticing it or if, if it's really, like, if you look at the stats, if it's really happening, but. I hear you. It, yeah. You know, I, I can only hope that my, um, my story inspired women to, to get out there and be seen, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I am completely and totally fascinated by the circus. So I do want to hear about the circus. What's it like? (laughs) Like, is it, it's, it's like a non-traditional circus, right? Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's, um, the traditional circus with the heart of a Broadway show, no animals, just incredible human performers. Kevin, it, it's been his passion for uh, for a long time. You know, he he went to musical theater school in Ithaca uh, at, at Ithaca College in New York. He wanted to be on Broadway. That was his big dream um, back then. And then just uh, happened upon an, an audition for the Ringling Barnum and Bailey Circus and. He got the job and about 20 years ago, 20 ish years ago, um, he was their youngest ringmaster traveling the, the U S on a circus train for five years. And, uh, you know, through ups and downs, he worked for other circuses and then decided he wanted to start his own. It's about six years ago. 
he started Venardo Circus Productions. And these past couple years, they've been on a 45-week cross-country circus tour. Oh so God. I get to meet him kind of at the beginning of that the process of the, the first cross-country tour. And to see him persevere and follow his passion and the grit that this man has. You know, there's been lots of trials, but, you know, he kept pushing and um, had the support of this amazing team. You know, the, the artists are incredible and, you know, they're not just uh, performing. They're really running the, the business as well. So to it, it says a lot about him to be able to assemble a team of such incredible people and inspire them to, <laughs> to stick, stick together through thick and thin over, you know, the course of a year. Living together and working oh together gosh. day in and day out is, is tough. <laughs> so do you have a favorite act in the circus that you really enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am just mesmer- mesmerized by all of it. I, for a long time, love loved Cirque du Soleil and before even meeting Kevin like whenever I would see I had the opportunity to go see a show I would go so meeting Kevin then I was like oh my gosh I get to see like behind the scenes (laughs) it's like living in the documentary that I was so obsessed with forever ago but um I love uh all the the aerial acts and the acrobats and you know it's just incredible what the the human body can do and and I mean you mentioned that you're going to be a mother um and so (laughs) how cool is it gonna be here you're having a little girl right or do you know yeah okay yeah how cool would that be growing up I can't even imagine growing up and having that (laughs) in your backyard (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And and it's great because on the, the show this season, we've got lots of moms. So we, our, our um, Cuban acrobats, they, are, uh, they have a two-year-old little girl. And then we have another couple, the, um, the tent master and our aerialist, who's also Cuban. They have a three-year-old. They also have a 15-year-old, but he's back in Las Vegas. And then we have another duo, <clears throat> Brad, who does a, a couple of different juggling acts. And, and then he also balances on the blade of a, of a sword and juggles swords. <laughs> it's insane. But they have they have three kids. They have a seven-year-old and twin five-year-olds. Oh so God. it's lots of babies. Lots of babies around. <laughs> so we'll awesome. have a, a great tribe. You know, it's, it's a, a, a wonderful way to evolved into a new mom, I think, with all this support. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uncommon, yeah. <laughs> so um, how has social, because you've always maintained a great social presence, you know, just for yourself, which I think is is really smart because sometimes people tie themselves really closely to a specific brand, and then mm-hmm. after they leave or move on, it's it's, you know, a little awkward because it's like, oh, but you've mm-hmm. always maintained a personal brand, which I think is is great and, and a really smart move. But, you know, how has social played a role in your career as you've made these kind of big life announcements? It's been pretty interesting. You know, there, there have been times definitely where I was like, I don't know when is the right time to say something. It's kind of scary to, to let people in on these big life changes. Um, 
and it, it was important to me absolutely the through the time that I was working at Castle and Key because Castle and Key didn't have their own social media right at the beginning you know as no no startup comes out the gate with, with, yeah. with social media so you know I had a, a following that I brought with me from the time that I spent at Brown Foreman and, and my interaction with the industry um, from that time. <clears throat> and I kept them in the loop with what I was doing, which essentially was telling the story of the, the beginnings of, of Castle and Key. And then eventually Castle and Key got their own social media, which um, I was running <laughs> initially with, with Wes Murray, the, one of the founding partners. And then we were lucky enough to get uh, you on board to, to take that over for us. But there was a big question there for a minute and whether um, my brand would be rolled into that um, scenario where I wasn't running it anymore. And they were, you know, they seemed concerned about whether I would be able to <laughs> Um, do my job and, and also maintain this, this social media presence, which, you know, when, when you see the value in it and it's authentic, I don't think it, it feels like as much work. And, and also, you know, the, the people that have stuck with me understand, you know, the, the moments of silence and, and transition. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when I decided to, make the transition away from from castle and key that seemed like a huge deal and and how are people going to take it and are they going to stick with me because my my following grew a, a tremendous amount through that, that project and in that period of time but i i didn't see anybody you know saying much much negative things on on my platforms you know the people that were coming to to see things directly on my platforms they were either keeping their mouth shut or or unfollowing me and and moving on and that's fine as well but I've uh, I have this tremendous supportive um very authentic following and you know through um that transition and and people just being like you've got this there's wonderful things out there um, which there have been, it's been incredible. And then, you know, recently finally having the, the courage to announce baby Andy coming along because there, there were, you know, people, um, that were, you know, just, just tales of caution, like pregnant women in the spirits industry and, and, you know, being in, in my position, it's, um, tasting is a part of my job (laughs) and there's a lot of activity involved in it and I could see where it would possibly make people uncomfortable and what I was most concerned about was not actually you know consumers or those individual responses but more so is it going to impact what I'm trying to do in, in starting my own consulting business will people still um, be interested in working with me if I'm uh, you know pregnant but it hasn't hasn't slowed me down and and she's about to arrive anyway so (laughs) I yeah I totally understand that and you know when I first started my business um I got pregnant and I remember I had a a client out in California and I I just didn't mention it to them because I because there is Mm -hmm. this kind of stigma and then they opened up a location in Louisville and I had to waddle out and meet them. I was ginormous. I was like eight months pregnant. And 
They yeah. were shocked and they're like, why didn't you tell us? But they were so supportive. And it was like a lot of it was just in my head, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. I hear you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and part of, you know, my, my partnership with uh, the woman in California, we were, we were both pregnant together. I mean, she, she just recently had her son, and then Andy's coming here in the next couple weeks probably. But to work alongside another pregnant woman, you know, in this in this beverage industry was also really uh, kind, of, kind of made me feel – a little more brave about getting out there and, and sharing as well. Yeah. So, so what is your favorite social platform to share stuff on? <clears throat> Instagram. Instagram is, has always been my favorite. You know, I, I at the beginning I had t- Twitter. I still keep up with with Facebook a little bit. <clears throat> and 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 it's funny. It's actually switched. Because at the beginning of um, when I started working at Castle and Key, it was all Facebook. I was putting, you know, live, these live videos up all the time. I was doing Facebook Lives from a laboratory and, and really um, getting people invested in, in the project that way. And then I don't, I don't really know when it was because I, I wish that I'd been using, I'd been engaged with Instagram all along because there would have been some really freaking cool behind the scenes um, stuff. From, from Castle and Key, like, you know, that busted windows and the ceilings and, and all the old equipment. And, and if people had been able to, to share it and that with me, um, and even just for myself, I'm like, I wish I had documented that a little bit better. And Instagram, it just makes it so easy. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> there was a point where it just seemed a lot easier to, to throw up a picture with a caption on Instagram versus putting the, the effort in for to, to Facebook. I think it takes a little more time to engage with with the, the Facebook community, but I, I definitely am, am trying to get back into that more too because those those folks are, are really the ones that, that were with me from the beginning, so trying to make sure that they still feel in the loop are we going to see you on TikTok? <laughs> so I am I'm really just hearing about what this is. I've not signed up yet. I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps uh, you, and I, you and I will discuss. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I won't take up too much more of your time, but because it is Women's History Month um, and you are having a little girl, and let's envision that Eat Drink Social <laughs> lives on for years and years and years. What kind of advice <laughs> would you want to give to your future daughter about being a woman in today's world and just career advice? I think the biggest advi- uh, piece, piece of advice that I would give to Andy is um, be fearless. You know, it's or maybe not fearless is, is the way to put it, but being able to see that beyond the fear and beyond the risk, there's amazing opportunity and you can make your dreams come true if, if you're willing to work hard for it and, and push through the, the hard times. <clears throat> That's great. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you are you are working on, or that you'd like to to plug? <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's a million a million 
things that I've had come my way that have been really exciting, but there's just uh, a few projects that I'm going to start uh, talking about this year. So people just keep with me and, and, and watch, watch all the channels. We'll, we'll get information. I'll get information out there, but one, one exciting thing that um, I'm definitely not, not ready to like fully uh, uh, flesh out, but my, I started my LLC. So this dream of being a consultant, I'm like, I've got a legit business now. <laughs> That's so, awesome. There's that. <laughs> and, and what, can you say your social handle so they know where to follow you? Yeah, Marianne BMD Bourbon Master Distiller. That, yeah, who knows? We might vary those a little bit too. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk. And it, just on a personal level, it was so great to catch up with you. I love hearing oh, you. So, all right. Thanks, Marianne. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. All right, everybody, that wraps up today's episode of Eat, Drink, Social. Thanks for listening. If you have a story to share or maybe you know somebody that does, feel free to reach out to us.